This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorf. It's the Old Trailblazer riding out on Old Dan again at this time, blazing the pa- blazing the trail to the hearts of sinners, cutting back all the kudzu and the briars and the brambles. And folks call me and say, what is kudzu, Pastor? Well, that's a vine that just grows like crazy, but I'll give you more information about that later if you'd like. But we bring you this study on the soon coming of the Antichrist, and we're looking there in our last study, uh, talking about the pictures that uh, folks uh, use to, they think that's the pictures of Christ, but it's only a picture of what Satan will look like or the Antichrist will look like when he comes. But we're looking at that verse. We went off there. We didn't have time. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. It says, uh, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Then in Exodus 20, verse 1, verse 4, it says, Listen, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Now, the picture that you say is a picture of Christ. Remember that man made it. Man has never seen the Lord. But Satan has led man to give us a picture of his son. And when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he will look just exactly like that picture. That's one way he will deceive the whole world, my friend. So Satan, working upon your mind, gives you a mental picture of his son and deceives you with that mental image into thinking that you have seen the Lord. Thereby, he convinces you that you're saved when you're only twofold more the child of hell than you were before. Now, I've seen in many, many churches, funeral homes, even in individual homes, a picture of what they call Jesus. Now, it's a nice picture of some nice-looking individual, but, my friend, it's not the picture of Christ. But Satan will have you believe that. And when the the Antichrist comes, according to all I can understand and know, that he will look exactly like that picture, my friend. Now, let's go a step further. Satan will give you a mental image of a so-called saint. That is a picture of, uh, that you have seen of a saint. Or he'll give you a mental picture of an angel, which is nothing in the world but Satan transforming himself into an angel of light to deceive you, according to 2 Corinthians 11. And he is deceiving multitudes. This is the sad part, my friend multitudes, multitudes upon multitudes today with his so-called vision. Then Satan will give you others a vision of light or stars or burning world, anything in the world to deceive you, to delude you, and they will be so vivid and so real until you will believe that they came from God. And you try to maybe take issue with them and they will they'll argue you Till the sun goes down, my friend. Oh, listen, do you know, listen, do you know hundreds have come and said, we have to have a vision. You've got to have a vision to assure us of our salvation. It is taught in so many churches today that you must have a vision as an assurance of your salvation. Greater the vision, greater the assurance. Oh, my friend, thousands of you, thousands of you believe that you're saved because you have had some great vision. Now, our experience. 
and you're basing your salvation. My friend, what is salvation, I ask you? Salvation is knowing Christ. It's not a vision. It's not a dream. It's not any of those things, my friend. Salvation, now listen, multitudes of you folks are doing that thing. My friend, that's not salvation. That's satanic manifestation to the core. As the old trailblazer used to say, Pastor Shelton was the original old trailblazer. He'd say, I will stake my eternal destiny on that being the truth. And I do that same thing, my friend. We bring you the truth of God's Word. We have a broadcast here, Voice of Truth, my friend. We've been bringing it for 80 years over these great radio stations. That's the way that the Antichrist will work when he comes, my friend, on the scene, bringing you, showing you the pictures that you'll see on the wall of your church. This so-called speaking in tongues today is nothing but a sign of satanic manifestation. I've brought you a series of messages recently, just completed them, on divine healing, true and false. We have all that on CDs. If you'd like, I'll be glad to quote you a price on them. It's an eye-opener, my friend. It's an eye-opener. I told you where you could find the information about those charismatic movements there on, on Azuzu Street in Los Angeles back there in 1900. Listen, listen now. People have sat in the cold Orthodox churches and just dried up, but their hearts was longing for something spiritual. Satan had come along and by the power of his imitation deceived multitudes of our people with his spiritual manifestation. Now, my friend... That isn't popular preaching. I know that. We're not popular here. We don't try to be. We don't try to make a name for our church. We already have a name. But I'm trying to warn you that some of you are not saved. No, you don't know the Lord. You're resting on uh, experience or pictures or dreams. That's what you're talking about. Putting the emphasis on reveals where your heart is and that you don't know the Lord. If you knew the Lord Jesus Christ, you would talk about him. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 34, we find these words. And Simon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. The Lord Jesus Christ is a sign. He is the sign. He said the only sign that I am the Lord Jesus Christ will give you will be the crucifix, crucifix and be buried, that I will be crucified, buried, and will rise again the third day. He that believeth on me shall have everlasting life, and he that, listen, believeth not. Listen, my folks, pick up your ears and listen. He that believeth not shall be damned. I asked our folks, in service here the other night. Do you ever think about dying, my friend? Do you ever think about dying at all? Where, where will your soul, where will your soul spend eternity, my friend? I believe in reality. I believe in facing reality. Hell is a living reality, my friend. The scripture says, there shall be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's where your soul will go, my friend, if you never come to know the Lord. Oh, listen, listen. This wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And uh, that is the reason a lot of our awakened sinners are not saved today. You tell me you're not saved. You're not, you're awakened to your lost condition. But listen, 
You're not seeking, Lord, you're seeking a sign. You're seeking something that you can hang on to. And Satan will give you that sign if you don't watch out and seal you for hell and for time and eternity. You better cry out against everything in the world except one thing. I want to know the Lord. I want to know Christ. Let me ask you this question, sinner. Is your soul longing for Christ? Or are you seeking a sign? Is your soul seeking for Christ, or do you want some type of experience? Oh, listen, listen, my friend, our vision. Are you willing to settle for something less than Christ? You may find a false peace or a false religion. Some of you have. I know, I know some who have. Some of you, under my preaching, listen, uh, have a false peace or a false religion. Or they started down that road wanting to know the Lord, and you settled on something less. Therefore, today, you do not like to hear my preaching. You turn the radio off. That's right, and give me a cussing. Like I have folks call me, give me a cussing, because I stepped on their toes a little bit. And you have settled for something less. Therefore, you don't like the message that I bring. You're not satisfied to sit and listen to the gospel, which is one thing and one thing only. Christ died for sinners. Do you know why Christ came to this world, my friend? Why he suffered? Why he was crucified? Oh, he came to seek and to save lost sinners. Have you ever been a lost sinner? Do you know what it is to be lost? My friend, has the Holy Spirit ever touched your heart with the truth? Oh, listen, listen. Therefore, today, folks don't like my message. You're not satisfied to sit and listen and it's one thing and one thing only that I bring. Christ died for sinners. Christ was buried and rose again the third day for sinners. Now, you've settled for something less. You're trying to find something else that will satisfy you under the pretense that you're trying to find food for your soul. Oh, listen, I used to be amused at uh, my wife when she was out there on a false profession. She would come and say, Darling, can't you preach something else besides Christ dying for sinners? Oh, no. Can't you say something else besides haven't you gotten to Christ? You know I like to hear Pastor so-and-so. He just gives me so much food for my soul and so on. Listen, I, th I saw through all that thing. But listen, are you trying to find a place to worship? But Christ said the day will come when you will neither worship me in these mountains or in Jerusalem, but you will worship me in spirit and in truth, John 4, 21. Now, what are you willing to settle for, sinner, before we go off there? Sinner, Satan is waiting right there to settle with you for a false peace, for a vision, or for a dream, or for some type of a vision. He is the sign that is spoken against. Everywhere you turn, the world does not want the Lord. No, no. Do you know anybody that wants to know the Lord? Do you hear anybody talking about the Lord in your congregation, in your little church where you go? When you go to church this coming Sunday, sit down by your neighbor that you sit by and turn to him and say, when did the Lord save you? Or, or how, how, how did you get saved? Or better yet, I've asked my people here, when you go visiting your friends somewhere in another state or country, and you go to church with them, when you, when you walk out the door, the pastor's always standing back there by the back door. Just say, Pastor, would you tell us this coming Sunday how the Lord saved you? Just give us a, give us a, a broad uh, a message, a Sunday service. Or 
of Sunday night. Tell him the old trailblazer does that quite often, tells folks how the Lord saved him. Then you make up your mind that you're not willing to settle for anything less than Christ. You begin to turn away from everything. You begin to give all your suitors, your lovers, and your heart will be turned towards one person, and that person will be the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me stop here. We're about to run out of time. It's so good to be with you folks. I know that this is not popular preaching, and I know that I get criticized. I, that doesn't bother me a bit. I have folks get ugly with me, but I don't take issue with them. I just pray for them. Would you folks pray for those detractors, I call them? That's right. And they don't know the truth. They're deceived, a lot of them. And I pray for them, and I pray for you out there, and I ask you to, to pray for me. In my congregation, I have lost folks here in my congregation. Come here on Sunday night. Some of them won't even stand up and say, Pastor, pray for me. They're ashamed. They got pride so tight they can't hardly walk. But my friend, the greatest thing in this life is to come to know the Lord in the salvation of your soul. And you can ask the Lord. He said, come now. All things are ready. You've been shown your old guilty distance from a holy God. He says, come now. Oh, he says, come now, let's reason together. And he says, come now, all things are ready. That's the hope that we have. And what is your hope today? Is it a picture hanging on the wall? No, my hope is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Son of God died for sinners like me and like you, my friend. My hope is not the Pope. My hope is not the bishop. No, those things, that's just a Satan's tool, a lot of it. But my friend, would you help me with the broadcast just a little bit, if you possibly can? And you folks up there in Alaska, I'd like to hear from you. You've been writing me and calling me. But stay with me, if you will. All over this country, this broadcast is on 125 radio stations. We get mail from all over America. Folks wanting to hear the truth. Some not, but most of them are. And if you would, tell me, write and tell me where you're listening. Give me the call letters of your station. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And remember that I'm here every day this Monday through Friday at this same station. And the Lord is blessing the ministry, blessing the work here, and putting his stamp of approval up on the old Trailblazer broadcast, and especially on these series on the soon coming of the Antichrist. My friend, I wish you would. And go back and read go read uh, the book of Revelation before we come back again. It'll do your heart good, and it's not a scary thing, my head. Go ahead and read it. Goodbye, and God bless you.